Hi, welcome to the Bucko Fever Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Franson, and uh, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Anybody that's listened to any of the other episodes, I appreciate that. Uh, Building some listeners, and that's pretty awesome. Uh, It's a lot of fun, so, uh, you know, keep keep listening. I'll keep churning stuff out. Um, But today, um, we're going to talk about why or what there is to be excited about with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, In the last, you know, in my episode so far, I've talked about uh, what's in-house, the different position battles that may be going on. Um, We looked at, like, what could be coming down the pipe, uh, who could be up from the minors, what prospects to watch. Um, But why should anybody watch the Pittsburgh Pirates this year? And that's what I want to really kind of talk about. Because on paper and in reality, if you, it's, there's probably not all, if you're thinking the Pirates are going to win the World Series this year, um, you're really optimistic. Uh, even I'm not that optimistic. If you've read the different reports, and the different predictions for record this year in the majors, the Pirates are pretty much at the bottom. Um, and I'm going to talk about why that might just that might be okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. Why should I be excited about the Pittsburgh Pirates? But before we really dive in here, uh, let's take a little break here and listen to a ad from our sponsor, Anchor. So why should anybody care about the Pirates this year? Um, there's there's a lot of, of good things happening. Um, there's also a lot of skepticism, um, a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of negativity um, amongst Pirates fans. And it's interesting, I've been planning to do this podcast for uh, the last couple days and just haven't had um, time to really sit down and, and iron out my thoughts and, and do the recording. But it was interesting, yesterday, um, a guy came to my house to give us an estimate on some work that we're, we're going to have done. And um, he, uh, as he was getting ready to leave, uh, he complimented my shirt. And I had a, a, a Bill Maserotsky shirt on, uh, a t-shirt. And uh, he said, you know, oh, I like your shirt. And I said, well, thanks, man. He goes, are you, are you a Pirates fan? I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. And he's like, yeah, me too. And he's like, it's rough. And I'm like, well, yeah. Um, you know, you have to, you know, there's there's some good things there. And he goes, and his, his response was, I don't trust the owner. I don't like the owner. I don't think he has, you know, a good baseball mind. And I don't think he... Uh, has the team's best interests at heart. And that is pretty much the common sentiment um, amongst among Pirate fans, uh, a, a lot of them. Uh, people that don't necessarily follow the minor leagues or follow super in-depth, they only see what's, what's on the field. And even people that do follow the minor and the, the prospects and everything... Um, they, they're also jaded. 
Um, you know, this has been a rough couple years. Uh, you know, they Neil Huntington and, and Bob Nutting and, you know, they built uh, a lot of expectations and a lot of promise uh, with those you know, 2013 through 15 years. Uh, you know, they promised, you know, they had a plan. But that's always been the problem with the Pirates. Uh, anybody that has run that team has always had a plan. Um, a, a good friend of mine, um, you know, oh, his, his quote about the Pirates is, they're always two years away from being two years away. And there's some truth to that. You know, if you, throughout the 90s, 2000s, up, to, up until 2013, um, there wasn't a whole lot of hope there. And when there was, there was never any... Uh, anything to really help fulfill that promise. It was always like, you know, oh, wait and see, wait and see. Um, and the big, the, the common denominator there is they didn't go out and spend money. And that's what a lot of the Pirates fans um, think will just fix the problem. Um, there's more to it than that, but they're not totally wrong either. Uh, you know, if the Pirates had gone out in 2015 and signed uh, a, a decent starting pitcher to fill the hole left by, you know, A.J. Burnett and maybe, you know, spent some money um, elsewhere um, on the, on that team, you know, t- 2016, 17, 18 could have been a lot, a lot different. Even after 18, you know, the 18 showed some promise and they, they did nothing. Um, and the pirates have the pirates have failed uh, the fans. Now, um, with this guy here, I was trying to uh, kind of talk to him and gauge how open he would be to hearing about the promise of Ben Sherrington, and he wasn't very open to it. Um, you know, I said, "Well, I was like, they have a new." A new guy kind of running the show. Um, he has said, you know, this is the plan. They're going to build from within and then bring in um, major league talent when they feel like uh, they can and they have enough young prospects and guys ready to um, contribute. And uh, he, he's like, oh, well, yeah, we'll see. So... And, you know, if you read any uh, posts on any, um, on Twitter, on any kind of article, on any news outlet, or, you know, MLBTradeRumors.com, if the Pirates sign somebody, even if, you know, they just signed, you know, Tyler Anderson, the comments are always like, World Series, here we come. And just, just flood the comments with negativity and... Uh, sarcasm, and and I get it. Um, there's a like I like I've been saying. There's a lot of hurt feelings. Um, how does that get fixed? Well, Ben Charrington has said, and, and I think yesterday he was quoted, you know, as saying it again: "Is we're here to build trust. Uh, we need to show the fans that." Um, they can trust us to see this thing through. Uh, and then when it comes time to add on by, you know, signing people, 
Um, you know, we're going to do that. And there's a, there's a lot of uh, people that will just point the finger at Bob Nutting. And I'm, I rightfully so. Bob Nutting is not uh, a guy that's just going to throw money at the Pirates. He's there to make money. Um, you know, there's also some blame that, you know, needs to fall on, you know, Frank Coonley, Neil Huntington. Um, there's just a lot of, of blame there. So Ben Charrington is trying to repair that um, broken, broken trust. Um, so what he's done, and as you know, any Pirates fan has seen, uh, he started to rebuild. And that is absolutely the right way to go. Uh, if you look at teams um, that have had success you know, in the last five, six years, a lot of them have been teams that have stripped it down. Um, the Astros, the Cubs, you know, let's get rid of everybody that we have, all these big contracts that haven't worked out, and let's focus on building from the farm system up. Those teams obviously have more money than the Pirates, so all that uh, has yet to be seen, you know, what the Pirates can do with... Uh, adding major league free agents what kind of how many what kind of caliber i don't think you're ever going to see them sign trevor bauer to like that type of money Um, but you know there are other options out there and i think one thing that the pirates should do and and are reportedly working on are start locking to start locking down young talent and neil huntington did this early on you know signed uh andrew mccutcheon to a long term deal uh Polanco, Marte, those type of guys. Uh, Cervelli even, to an extent. Lock those guys down. And I think Ben Charrington is of that mindset as well, where we need to sign uh, our guys who we feel are our centerpieces that we have right now, like Key Brian Hayes. Uh, Key Brian Hayes has to get signed to an extension. Um, I think that would be a good step towards rebuilding some of this trust with the fans. Um, I think guys like uh, Brian Reynolds, if Brian Reynolds can go back to 2019 numbers this year, and I think he will, I think he'll be better. Um, He's another guy that could um, be one of those centerpieces. Uh, Mitch Keller, you know, if Mitch Keller comes on this year and and pitches um, like he can, you know, there's there's three guys that you know fans are going to recognize, um, especially if they play well. And, and Ben Charrington would would do well in in signing them to a longer term deal to kind of keep them around. Um, so, what else is exciting about the Pirates? Like what? are the Pirates fielding this year that we can get excited about? So it's really easy to say that they're, that the Pirates aren't going to be exciting to watch this year. Uh, are they going to win the World Series this year? Probably not. Um, is it impossible? Uh I will say that I don't think it is impossible, uh, but uh, 
I mean, there's everything has to go right. You have to get top production from every single person on that field. And that doesn't happen in baseball. Nothing ever goes that perfectly. Um, So it's not likely. Um, There's been a lot of projections this year. Uh, You know, I don't think the Pirates, I think the Pirates um, are being a little underestimated. Um, They could very well be the worst team in the league this year. That is a legitimate possibility. I would think, you know, they're in the bottom five um, teams. But, um, you know, who knows? You know, there's so much that can happen in a season. You know, guys get hurt. Guys come up from the minors and, you know, perform, uh, you know, amazingly. You, you, You never know. So what is there on the Pirates right now? to get excited about. Um, I think a lot of fans really want to see them win, and that's really what brings a lot of fans back to the Pirates, uh, is when they do, when they are successful, PNC Park is packed. When they're not successful, not a whole lot of people there. Um, this is going to be one of those years where you're... You're going to have to really look at the team and look at things to root for. Um, I think there's a couple guys who are definitely centerpieces, uh, you know, cornerstones of future success. I think there are guys that could be in that category if they have some bounce back gear. I think there's other guys that could end up in that category, you know, by, you know, finally producing. I think there's a lot of guys on this team that won't be with the team by the end of the year. Um, So let's break that down a little bit. So my number one guy to get excited about is Key Brian Hayes. I think he is the main centerpiece and cornerstone of all the guys that they have on the field, on the roster right now, that will be on the Major League roster anyway, that will play down the road when the Pirates um, could possibly be successful um, again. You know, that Ben Charrington has offloaded a bunch of guys who were on the tail ends of their contracts who... Um, you know, maybe, you know, we're getting good trade value um, to bring in prospects. Those We won't see those guys for a couple years. We might see one or two this year. Most of the other ones, you're probably looking at 2022, 2023, 2024, like in that three-year period. Key Brian Hayes should be with the Pirates at that point, and he should be very good. How good? Who knows? I think last year, it's hard to judge. It was a small sample size. Um, So far in the couple spring training games, he is driving that ball really well. Um, He's great defensively. So he's going to be fun to watch. He could be the face of the franchise moving forward. Um, After Brian Hayes, another guy who um, I am excited to see play. 
um, and could factor into that future su- future success is Mitch Keller. Um, Mitch Keller looked very good last year. He had, even though he had some control issues and walks a bunch of guys, he bounced back and just mowed guys down. I mean, he's got really good stuff. And his first spring start had a little control issue. Got put the curveball and put. Uh, right over the plate, so it got you know hit hard a couple times, but he got out of it. He gave up a couple, uh, you know, he gave up um, some runs, but um, he's another centerpiece. Um, he could be a very good starter pitcher. He might not even be their best starting pitcher at that point because of other guys coming up through the system, but he's going to be in that equation. So those are two guys that should be focal points of any fan. Uh, looking for the silver lining with the Pirates. There's two other guys that could factor into that future uh, success if they bounce back this year. One of them is Brian Reynolds. Uh, I like Brian Reynolds a lot. I think that you know, getting him for Andrew McCutcheon at that point in Cutch's career... Um, I think was a was a great pickup. Um, he showed good things in 2019. I think last year, in my opinion, I just kind of canceled last year. There was good stuff and bad stuff. You can't really know how that translates to a full season. Um, but I feel like Brian Reynolds will bounce back this year, get his average back up there into the you know, 280, 290, hopefully over 300, um, 20 home runs, hopefully 20 plus. Um, but I think he could factor into that future success. If he plays well this year, I really think he could fall into the, um, the category with the group of guys that Ben Charrington could be looking to extend, um, give a, a contract extension so that you can hold on to them maybe another year or too longer than just their general um, uh, beginning deal. So um, another guy is Kevin Newman. And Kevin Newman played really well in 2019. Former first-round draft pick, um, hit over 300, played solid defensive uh, defensively at shortstop, had a little bit more pop than I think most people expected, uh, he, in the couple spring training games, looks pretty good. Um, again, too early to really judge there, but um, I think he could bounce back. Um, if he bounces back to where he was in 2019, he could factor into the future plans. I think that he, prob- of those the guys that I've mentioned, um, I think he probably won't, and that's just due to prospects coming up who will be probably better at that position. I think Newman eventually moves to second base. Um, but you know, he, he's gonna he could be he could be on this team for a while, especially if he hits like he did in 2019. So those are four guys and four reasons to watch the Pirates. Now if if Reynolds and Newman don't bounce back, then you know that just make things a lot worse. Um, but I think they will. I, they might not get to where they were in 2019, but they'll be better than last year. Um, another guy who is looking for a bounce back year 
And this one, if he does bounce back, I really think by the trade deadline, he will not be on the team. And that's Gregory uh, Gregory Polanco. Polanco has been up for a while. Pirates fans have been waiting for him to be the all-star that we thought um, he was going to be. And he just hasn't put it all together, whether, you know, taken down by injury or, you know, he, he can look amazing um, for like a month. And then the next month he can look like he's never picked up a bat before. Like it can switch pretty, pretty quickly. So if he could put together a solid season, hit, you know, 250, uh, get uh, approaching 20 home runs or at 20 home runs by the trade deadline, I really think he'll be traded. I don't think, I don't think there's any way the Pirates pick up his option for next year um, due to his history and that it is not uh, a real cheap option. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with, with Polanco. But I think either way, this is his last season in a Pirates uniform. Um, if he becomes an MVP candidate, if he wins an MVP this year, which isn't probably very unlikely, they might look to extend him a little bit. But I think due to his injury history and everything, I think you the know, best case scenario for him is to um, get traded. Um. Another guy to watch um, who I like a lot. I think he could be somebody that Pirates fans really latch onto, um, and that is uh, Cole Tucker. Cole Tucker is great defensively. Uh, the bat needs to come around, and I, he he just needs to get some playing time. Um, need to evaluate what who he is, what he can bring to the team. He could factor into that future success. He just needs to put it together on the field, and the only way he's going to do that is to play. In order to play, there's some other guys that are probably going to have to move on, and that would be either trade Adam Frazier or trade Eric Gonzalez um, to get Cole Tucker in there. There's other guys coming up through the system that, you know, will take over at short and second base, so Newman and Tucker's days are ultimately numbered, but if they play well at this point... You know, down the road, they could get, um, you know, traded for uh, prospects or um, maybe given an extension because nothing is ever promised in baseball. You know, you have your first overall pick in the draft never pans out. I mean, it it happens. So you never really know what you're going to get. It's just in that middle infield spot, the Pirates have a bunch of guys coming up through the system. So the competition's really going to be tough for Newman and Tucker. Um, they really need to see what Tucker can get. Tucker is, like I said, he's just one of those guys that the Pittsburgh fans will latch on to, like a Jack Wilson-type guy, scrappy, smiling, just loves playing baseball. Um, I really hope he gets some time to play and shows some um, some steps forward with that bat because um, I think that would that's something else to watch because if he does that, that's a, you know, Somebody special to watch on the field. So there's other guys to watch um, on this team as well. You've got the, the center field uh, position, uh, whether it be Anthony Alford, uh, Dustin Fowler, or Brian Goodwin. 
or, you know, who knows, Brian Reynolds um, could be there. Um, that's an interesting battle. I talked about that in a previous podcast. Somebody there could step up and they could step up really big or they could kind of all fall flat and the, the prospects and Brian Goodwin just take over and play like Brian Goodwin can. Um, you know, nothing flashy, but gets the job done. First base, you have Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier is going to be fun to watch as a pirate. I think he makes the team. He loves playing baseball. And uh, his energy, I hated him when he was with the Reds because <laughs> he always killed the Pirates. Um, but it's nice to get that on the field. Um, you know, Colin Moran. Colin Moran could take another big step forward. Uh, you know, I think he could get up there in the you know, 25 home run category. Hopefully he um, picks that average up a little bit more. Um, you know, catching Jacob Stallings is going to be Jacob Stallings. Probably going to hit about 250. Um, not a whole lot of power there, but he's going to control the the pitching staff. I think one of the one of the things too, and it's not always the most exciting thing for a lot of people. Um, for me, uh, I I enjoy the the process, uh, and that is watch this team to see who they trade. And I know Pittsburgh fans hate when the Pirates trade people. I still remember watching um, a pregame uh, the day they traded Nate McClough and seeing uh, the, a reporter um, interviewing fans in the parking lot and this one guy burning his season tickets on his grill because he was so mad the Pirates traded Nate McLeod. <laughs> I can think of a million other players to get upset about trading to the point where you burn your season tickets for the year. Um, Nate McLeod wouldn't be one of them, and that deal was actually pretty good. Uh, so, but that's the type of hatred the Pirates fans uh, have with trades. If you trade somebody who's terrible, they're fine with that. But when you trade somebody that was performing well to even just okay, um, they don't love it. But that's probably what's going to happen to several of these guys this year. I think Ben Sherrington is there. This is an evalu- another evaluation year. Um, they have a lot of guys who definitely will not be part of that future success and will benefit them more now by trading them off to get people that will be part of that future uh, future success. For me, that's exciting. Um, I think Ben Sherrington's done a great job bringing in prospects already. To continue to flood their system with even more um, is... It's absolutely necessary uh, for the Pirates' future success. Um, for a team like the Pirates, who in, in their market don't have the money as like the Dodgers or any of those teams, um, they need to have that pipeline of cheap, young prospects continuously coming up so that they can afford to go out and sign two, three uh, big league free agents to plug some holes. Um, in the past, Neil, Neil Huntington would do that, but he always signed on the cheap. Like He always got somebody that 
um, was coming off some, some rough years or just been around a while, um, got a lot out of a lot of those guys, like Liriano, Volquez, guys like that. But uh, I, I think pumping the system full with prospects is the way to go. And some guys to watch this year and hope that they do really well. Stephen Brault and Chad Cool in the rotation. I think if they can pitch like they did last year, they're gone. Um, and in a lot of ways, good for them too. You know, they've that success. Um, they get to go play on maybe a, a contending team, and they're there for another year or two. So they still have some time left on on their on their contract. So um, that ups their value. So I think those guys will be dealt. Um, Todd Frazier will probably probably be dealt. If Colin Moran reaches his full potential this year, he very well could be dealt. Maybe not until the end of the season, but you know he could be um, a trade chip as well. Jacob Stallings could be traded. Tony Walters, one of the backup catchers, he could be traded. Um, uh, Brian Goodwin, if he gets some playing time in center field, could be traded. Tyler Anderson, if he pitches well in the rotation, free agent signing this year, he could be traded. Uh, Polanco could be traded. Anybody in that bullpen, for the most part anybody, could be traded. Uh, Richard Rodriguez, Chris Stratton, Edgar Santana to a point. Um, you know, he's got a little bit more controllability. If he pitches like he did a couple years ago before the injuries and the PED suspension... You know, he could be a nice little trade chip. Um, Sam Howard, I he's pretty cheap. Um, pitched well last year. If he pitched like he did last year and somebody gives a call about him, he could be traded. Bullpen arms like that, they have guys coming. So one of the th- main reasons I'm excited about these Pirates this year is not necessarily the results in the record book at the end of the year, their standings to see where they are, but to see what they do to continue to build. And it needs to happen. Um, you know, if they deal, <laughs> if they deal all those guys, they're getting, and they're going to get a nice chunk of talent to plug into their system. Another thing to remember too, they have the first overall pick this year in the draft. Now, draft picks are not guaranteed. Uh, you're not always going to get um, the an amazing player. You know, for every Garrett Cole, there's a Brian Bullington. Like, that happens. But there's a couple really good guys in the draft. They're going to have a chance at their pick. Pick whoever they want. So the, with that, not only do they get the first pick in the draft, but they get a couple other higher picks later on. So they get another pick for a competitive balance, and then they get the first pick of the second round. So there's three guys that will probably come in, and one or two, if not all of them, will be in the Pirates' top 20 prospect lists immediately. Probably some whoever they get first overall will be in their top 10, 5. Who knows? Then, 
if they are terrible again this year, you know, they're going to get another top pick next year. Uh, I mean, that that's good for the team for now. Um, also, international signings. Ben Sherrington has spent spent some money on on some some guys this year. Um, guys that they normally kind of would shy away from. They always signed for for quantity. Um, he went with 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 quality. I mean, um, Shailen Polanco. He's young, real young, a teenager. Um, he could be very very good. You know, there's little things like that, that that fans don't, a lot of fans don't really pay attention to. And that's just because what's been on the field and the majors have been so disappointing. So there's a plan in place, a process. Ben Charrington, you know, has acknowledged that there's some trust to be uh, rebuilt with the fan base. He knows it, and he's, he's right. Um, so when you watch the Pirates this year, what they're asking you to do is trust the process. I know that that's been said in other areas and other sports, um, but no, there's a plan. And as long as I followed the Pirates in, you know, 30 some years that I've really followed the Pirates, um, what they're doing right now and what they're stockpiling is one of the best groups that I feel like I've seen. Um, you know, Neil Huntington had some good prospects when he came in. He had uh, McCutcheon waiting in the wings, Neil Walker waiting in the wings, Marte waiting in the wings. He brought in some guys that helped them, helped them get there um, to the playoffs. Obviously not a championship, but still... To the playoffs. Ben Sherrington has the same thing. Um, but he's been, he's brought in, he's bringing in guys right and left. And I think he'll continue to do so. So know that what you're watching right now is just the first step towards hopefully what we're watching in 2023, 2024. I think over the next couple of years, we're going to see them get better and better. And then if probably a third of these prospects hit, like if they can get a third or even a quarter of them to be the, the major leaguers that they believe they could be, that's pretty good. So what they're asking for, what he's asking for is a little patience. So, and at the end of the day, we still have baseball to watch. <laughs> Even if it's not consistently good on the field this year, you know, at least there's, at least there's baseball. Um, so, that's why I'm excited for the Pirates this year. That's why I think people should be excited for the Pirates. Is the promise that is coming and to watch these guys and also just to say, hey, I followed him since the beginning when Key Brian Hayes is an all-star or, um, you know, when Mitch Keller is an all-star or, you know, any of these guys really become something. But know that there's other guys coming who will fill those roles as all-stars um, and just trust the process.
So that, in a nutshell, is why, or, you know, some reasons why you could be excited about the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Again, not expecting a whole lot, There should, but there should be some things that are worth watching and worth kind of getting excited about for what could be happening down the road. Um, you know, like I said, Ben Charrington has a process. Will it all pan out? It, we'll see. It's going to be very disappointing if it doesn't. But if it does, you know, it could be really, really exciting. Get some excitement back into Pittsburgh and back into baseball. So thanks for tuning in. Again, I'm Charlie Franson. Um, podcast is on. Uh, has, uh, look me up on Twitter. It's on Twitter at uh, Fever Bucko. Uh, Facebook, Bucko Fever Podcast. Instagram, Bucko Fever Podcast, although there's not a whole lot on there. Also, check out the website, uh, www.buccofeverpodcast.com. There's some blog posts on there as well. Um, I seem to be adding like a couple a week. So I really appreciate everybody tuning in, looking at the the blog, um, listening to the podcast. Um, You know, enjoy spring training. Got baseball on on TV here a couple times this week. So um, if not, listen to it on the radio. That's always uh, lovely. So, you know. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in.